he gets on the Zoom and he just fucking interrupts the whole interview. Here it is. <laughs> and we're back with the Jack and Rod radio show. Today's guest is child psychologist, and he's going to tell us how to entertain your little children while in quarantine. How you doing, Hi, how are you? So tell us, how do we keep our kids entertained while we're at home in quarantine? There's so many games you could play. Like, I like to play one with my kids where we actually act out, almost like actors. You know, SpongeBob, you know, oh, Patrick. Cunt, okay, SpongeBob. Cunt, 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 cunt. Ah. Whoa, whoa, what? whoa, what was that? I'm, cunt. I don't know, I'm getting some sort of feedback or something on there. Cunt. Um, was that you saying that, it's not me. Cunt! It's not me at all. I don't know. Oh, my God. You know what I think might have happened? We might be getting Zoom bombed. Oh, I hope not. You fucking cunt. That was filthy. Is there any way you could take that out of the, out of the um, program? We're live. We're well, live. we're live now. Yeah, cunts. Ooh, all right, yeah. let's take our right, chances. Keep going. Try again. Sorry yeah. about that. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you know, just have fun with it. They could be the Wiggles, maybe do an Australian accent, you know, like uh, yummy, yummy, fruit salad, yummy, yummy. I love cock. <laughs> what is, I'm getting it again, whatever that is. We are, too. I think we're getting Zoom bombed. Do you have a simple password, like ABC123 or something? No. <laughs> um, well, we've done this show for a couple months now and never got Zoom bombed before until you came well, on. I know it's not coming from my house. Fuck off! Hold on. Is anybody on the phone up there? Hey, eat my ass out. No. I don't know. No. 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 It's not here. Oh. This yeah. is getting really annoyed. Bad. Eat my bubba, shit fucks. No, I... I, it's very important discussion. I You're was full looking. of shit. <laughs> Just keep going. And if you hear something, do the best you can. Okay. A lot of fun. Emergency vehicle sounds, you know, like sirens, like, but like an English siren is more like, this is ridiculous. I love cock. <laughs> It's just uh, not good. It's we'll have, very unfortunate. We'll have you back on if you get virus software. Yeah. It is not me a hundred times. He's a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is not happening on my end. This has been a debacle fucking from cunt. the second I got on the phone. Nobody gives a shit. I've had enough. I've had enough. Get a new password. I'm ending this. Cunt. Hang up the goddamn phone. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Cunt. Oh, my God. That's you ruined, amazing. You ruined That's the Jack and Rod show. shit, man. You like that. You see, now you're great. Now you're all cheered up. Don't get all down yep. with the COVID-19. All right, Ronnie, thank you. All right, man. All right, you hang in there, buddy. I Look will. I'm worried about him. He's a... Uh, Finally know, happy. Again. You don't want a depressed Ronnie. Ronnie's no. not good at depressed. Wait, there's another puppet. Who are you? I'm Ronnie. See, can't you tell? I'm wearing my helmet, my NASCAR helmet. Oh, oh look at that! It's, it's yeah. sponsored by Depend. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever get back into racing, that's who's going to be my sponsor. I want to win the Indy 500 with my with a load in my pants. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to see the hood of your car with that big Depend logo on <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a big brown hood with a piece of toilet paper sticking out of the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, if that's the Ronnie I love, the happy-go-lucky yeah. Ronnie who, you know, yells out Without all kinds of Without a care of, of the world. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to this. Okay, what? getting back to this um, idea of uh, Orange County, which we were in the middle of. So, again, Orange County is this wealthy community, a high-end community, and like I said, I, I look at that community as something where, well, these are high achievers, highly educated people, and it's hard to believe in Orange County this is what's going on. But to refresh your memory, um, these people have been showing up to the Orange County Board of Supervisors meeting to complain about having to wear a mask in public. These intelligent, uh, college-educated yeah. people? Yeah, I mean, if if you lose them to the argument that everyone should wear a mask, then the argument is lost. Well, my point is arguments don't count. Human beings have a certain way of being. I told you about the brain the other day. They can't help this. At the June 2nd meeting, one person called. All right, so here, picture this. Board of county meeting, a county board meeting. Uh, they have to sit. They, every person who wants to speak gets to speak for about, I don't know, a minute or something. Right. And uh, the board is sitting there and they call it a board because they're probably bored out of their skull. <laughs> and they're sitting there and each person has to legally get a minute to speak. So like a hundred people showed up in Orange County to speak. And, uh, you know, each one of them, the message was, we don't want to wear a mask. And this is not a prank. These people are no, serious. No, this is this is real. Uh, at the June 2nd meeting, one person called the pandemic a planned Demic. Here, here, we'll start the tape. Go. You think you're a free moral agent, proud to be an American? Think again. This is a planned demic, people. If a guy dies in an accident, he got two punctured lungs. Oh, no, he gets tested for coronavirus. He dies as coronavirus. And if you're a doctor and you stand up and you say, this is what's happening in the hospitals, you end up in Siberia. This is a pandemic. They sat around Bridget, a room. Thank and you. Your time is up. Out. Next speaker, please. Plandemic was a 26-minute-long conspiracy video, full of like, chock full of misinformation about COVID, and it was. And this posted, guy took it for real. Yeah, and it's posted to social media back in May, and now people get their news through social media, and they don't know the difference, and there's no vetting of this stuff, and they believe it. They just they just jump in hook, line, and sinker. So can you imagine this board? So the board is trying to save people's lives. All the all the cases are spiking. And the medical person there, I don't know what you call them, the medical person there, this woman issued an edict. Everyone must wear a mask. If you're in Orange County, you got to wear a mask. These people harassed this poor fucking doctor, this medical expert, to the point that she resigned. Because she was like, she was getting, I think, death threats, they were these people were issuing her address like what is that about a medical doctor going hey you have to wear a mask i'm making this mandatory and they're going hey here's her address what does that mean what do you want these people to do what do you mean you want her address i don't mean her work address i mean her home address and she finally said this is bullshit i'm trying to save their lives and they're fucking with me and now the guy, I told you, the guy who took over for her, I think he's another doctor. This little quiet guy 
who looks so kind of fragile. But he's a tough guy. Like they're all now they're they're after him because he he agrees with her. He says you have to wear a mask. And these people are just fucking harassing the shit out of the guy. Like this is crazy. It's like what they do to abortion doctors. They intimidate them to the point that they go, fuck it. I'm not going to give any more abortions. You know, even though it's But it's also illogical, Howard. This is all illogical. Somebody's telling you to stay alive. Here's what you to stay healthy. Here's what you need to do. And you go, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck you. Where's your home address? (laughs) One woman said her health is threatened because she can't understand her pharmacist. When they're wearing a mask. Here's her argument. At the, at when the, I walk at into the, a Rite Aid or a CVS pharmacy or any store, any grocery store, any, any place of commerce, I get harassed for exercising my right for not wearing a mask. I get accosted. I get repeated questions. I get shamed not only by customers, but by pharmacists and store managers. Have you made it clear to these people, these places of commerce, these corporations, that people have a right not to wear a mask if they have breathing issues. Have you? I can't get prescription medication and I can't ask questions through a glass partition when I can't hear a pharmacist explain the answer to me when she's wearing both a mask and a mart- and through a partition. Are you prepared to take on the liability of me misusing that medication? Because I can't hear the directives. I listen. There's no solution to that problem. I've she been, could call the pharmacy on the phone, and they wouldn't been, be wearing a mask when they talk to her. There you go. That's the way to think outside the box. But why do that? You know, this is such horseshit. I am so depressed about our country. I read about World War II and the sacrifices people made for our country when we were at war. People were rationed, rationed, it's rationed, you want to say, yeah, rationed. I say rationed <laughs> uh, because I'm very sophisticated. I see. That's the proper English. But, uh, you know, during World War II, people had to, you know, we had to manufacture stuff for our military effort. It was food rationing, gas rationing. It was all, it, it, Americans made sacrifices. They sent their sons off to war. And, uh, you know. Now we go, oh, you, it's mandatory. You need to wear a mask when you go outside. Oh, I, I'm, I'm incensed. I'm mild, mildly inconvenienced. I couldn't hear the pharmacist through the glass because the pharmacist doesn't want to die. And he doesn't Don't want you, you to recognize die. my rights. And I love when they go, do you want to take on the liability? Everybody's dreaming. <laughs> everybody's of some, a lawyer. Yeah. yeah, everyone's a lawyer now. Everyone's dreaming of a big lawsuit. Because she couldn't hear the, I couldn't hear my pharmacist through the glass properly. So then I, t- I overdosed on my fucking Metamucil. I shit myself to death. And like Robin says, you know, God forbid you call your pharmacist and say, hey, I had trouble hearing you. Maybe uh, you could go over this with me again. I'm telling you, there's a civil war in this country between smart people and stupid people. And the smart people are losing. Well, the smart people always lose because there's less of them all the time. Yep. In, in World War and II. And in revolutions, what they do is kill the smart people first. Right. Right. Remember anyway. that doctor who had to walk out of Cambodia? Cause, and he had to pretend he couldn't even speak because he didn't want anybody to know he was smart. They would have killed him on sight. Hey, 
Remember Jor-El, Superman's father on Krypton? <laughs> he spoke about what the fuck was going down, and then they, they, they want to send him to the Phantom Zone. That's ridiculous. true. Happened there, too. <laughs> we're lucky that, uh, you know, the people who found Superman, the Kents, were good people. You couldn't have asked for better adoptive parents. Some people even think Jor-El was so smart, he knew to send them to the Kents. Like you he think he way- planned that, that he was going to crash on that farm? They've implied that in several of the movies. Is that And right? in the comic books. Yeah, I'm, listen, I'm a comic book aficionado. <laughs> That's what I spent my childhood doing, reading comic books and pretending that way, maybe one day I'd be Superman. Because I was getting the shit beaten out of me. But, uh, you know, no, Jor-El, this guy, they're saying not only was he smart enough to build a rocket for his baby to get off the planet, he was smart he enough to build a rocket. He family. He, he, he built, he was building a rocket to get his wife and himself off, too. He didn't have time. He ran out of time. I don't understand. Crypto. I don't understand. Build the first rocket big enough for the three of you. Well, no, it was a prototype. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Listen, the guy was smart, but he wasn't, uh, he wasn't God. <laughs> but supposedly, now they're claiming Jor-El was so smart that he actually even picked out Superman's adoptive parents, knowing that they would raise him for good. Not evil, but uh, it's a miracle, really. It's that's brilliant. But uh, yeah, one Jor-El- family over was a real wicked group. <laughs> if he had crashed there, we'd have had an evil Superman. But getting back to World War Two, where there was real sacrifice, I remember reading that the people who lived in London they had a mandatory lights out, you know, because uh, they had to stop the German air raids. Germans were bombing London, and you know. I can't help but think that the people now running around who are not wearing a mask, you know, not willing to wear a mask, these people would be the assholes in London keeping their lights on so the Germans could have a nice target to hit. You can't tell me to turn off my lights. Do you want this to be is a responsible? Pandemic. <laughs> Do you want to be responsible for me falling down the steps? I mean, we can't turn out our lights. You want to be responsible? I went to take my medication. I couldn't read it because there were no lights. Are you willing to accept the liability? Oh, you mother. All right. Getting back to the um, one guy claimed face masks murder people. Listen to this. These masks have been proven in China to murder people. Uh, Two children in China who were not infected with the coronavirus died of cardiac arrest from running in their school because of wearing these masks. They can stop the flow of oxygen into our lungs and they are completely this this mandate is completely unorthodox because it is proven that these masks actually stop your immune system from doing what it is supposed to be doing and it is not helping these citizens even more another wacky. genius yeah i know i wonder even- how long he studied medicine <laughs> he got his minute of fame uh, at the june 9th meeting um Uh, This is remarkable. Some of the anti-mask people even worked in George Floyd into their speeches, which was really fucking nuts. I'm not condoning what happened to George Floyd, but I would like to know why is a career criminal allowed to have three funerals and my 89-year-old mother, mother mother-in-law, who passed a few weeks ago, is only allowed to have five in attendance at her funeral. By continuing to keep people in masks, separated and out of work, with no legitimate cause, you are kneeling on the necks of the people, and you are continuing to act in a thuggish manner. Can you imagine? Wow. I, mean, I won't, 
How do you even comment on what she just You know did? what? Come on, Russia. Take us over. It's time. <laughs> we need somebody, to, to, to a strong man, <laughs> to take care of us. I love that statement. I'm not condoning what happened to George, George Floyd, but... And then comparing her wearing a mask and her, her, her mother's funeral compared to... Like, you don't understand why George Floyd had three funerals? Why can't my mother have at least uh, one? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? She doesn't understand. One woman, instead of talking about face mash, spent most of the time whining about not getting eye contact from one of the supervisors. She just was completely distressed. She felt one of the supervisors needed to give her eye contact. You got to hear this. Starting my time now. Yes, go ahead. I just want uh, the respect of eye contact, so I know that even though you aren't listening, you're sort of listening, the lady next to you, can she stop tweeting or whatever she's doing? You know what? Why don't you just go ahead? You have 39 So, so no, I can't have any respect. Got it. So I got 45 more seconds. I just want to say I do agree and affirm that the continuance of this emergency order is both unlawful and fraudulent. Oh, I do have her icon. No, I don't have it again. This whole farce, like the utter disrespect of her not even looking at me, Okay, I get it. I get 10 seconds of your time. Thank you. I told needs, you, people are crazy, Howard. She needs to be looked at. <laughs> well, she needs a mommy to look at her. That's what that says to me. Yeah, but she's a grown woman. That would yep. be crazy behavior. Another woman declared that the coronavirus is over. So what's all this nonsense? If you keep cutting us off and if you're not listening to us, we're coming to your office to protest. We're coming to your homes to protest. We're coming wherever you are because you represent us and you're not listening to us. And, you know, I just came back from Nevada and we went to a resort. Nobody's there wearing a mask. There's people, thousands of people here in California protesting. Guys, it's over. Like, really? Like, you know, I mean, are we still talking about this? Like, it's over, you know, this lockdown. I mean, you're looking at numbers and data and, you know, I go to a resort. Nobody's wearing a mask. Then I come here. Everybody's wearing a mask. They sound like teenagers explaining to their parents that they can't be grounded because they live in a free country. You know, like one of those ridiculous. Or their things. other friends don't get treated like this. Right. How come all my <laughs> other friends don't have to do their homework? <laughs> Uh, you want more? One woman said, we shouldn't be wearing face masks because we're missing seeing people smile. And we need this. These, these are the fucking, this is the fortitude of America right now. They can't Did wear you masks. Know the very oh. act of watching someone else smile raises your serotonin. Without ma with, with masks, we're not able to have that natural rise in serotonin. How many smiles have you missed out on because those around oh you God. are masked? How many smiles have your children missed out on because they were masked? How many rises of serotonin, that feel good, wonderful chemical that engulfs our brain during that smile that we see? How many of those have you missed? Thank you. Mm. You've been really impacted yeah. <laughs> you can't get your serotonin. <laughs> I remember one time, like, Fred smiled at me. I thought it was weird, honestly. I didn't feel very comfortable. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. I swear to God, I wish people could see themselves. They'd fix themselves. Now, how big will you smile when you're dead from the coronavirus? 
Another well, woman put a permanent smile on you then, like sort of like the Joker. <laughs> Another woman wanted the Board of Supervisors to be indicted. Are you aware that each are complicit in fraud by intentionally misrepresenting the information about this local health emergency? In other words, you all are liable. I personally would like to see all of you, except maybe Wagner, indicted and, and faced with charges for defrauding the public, for breaking the law, and for harming the health of every single person in this county who has to wear a mask, including my husband. Y'all are sitting there breathing freely, building your immune systems without masks. How disgusting. How shameful. How criminal. How corrupt. This is a, this is a hoax. It's a fraud. There's nobody dying in excess of any other year in the last decade. Are you aware of that? Wow. Imagine being married to her. What a yenta. You know, I, I, the thing that cracks me up about all these people is nobody wants to spend time with them and they're crying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, God. You know, what would I do if I was on that board that has to sit and listen to these people? I think I don't know if I could do it. Honestly, I, I would just be like, fuck all of you. Yeah, don't wear your masks. And just die. You know, would you rather wear a mask or would you rather like kind of just be alone in the hospital dying? And not be able to breathe. Yeah, you're gasping for air. Wouldn't this be a great Broadway musical? Like, we, you know, it's almost like Footloose, but now the the mental 2020 version. (laughs) You know, it's it's the first scene is the town board meeting. And the, and the board doesn't want any, you know, they want people wearing masks. And then each one gets up and starts singing. And it's like. You know, I can't breathe. I can't hear my pharmacist. What's going on here? I don't understand. They're taking away my right to breathe free air. Be like, Get Masks up. are killing people. Yes, they are. <laughs> so there was some guy. This is so sad. There was there was one group of people there that were pro masks. They were like, you know, they were like, hey, no, we need to wear masks. Uh-huh. We can get rid of this thing. We can be safe. So after this uh, well-spoken person finished, the other people started heckling him, the the anti-mask people. Listen to this craziness. We urge the Board of Supervisors to keep protective health measures in place so that our communities remain healthy and safe. Continuing to support and order for face masks in public spaces will will maintain safety for all community citizens. Thank you. It was like people like heckling nerds in high school, like this guy's like, you know, <laughs> but then you find out when you get out of high school, the nerds are probably what stand between you and death 90% of the time. Cause those nerds Absolutely. go on to, yeah. you know, study science. That like jock this- isn't cre- inventing the light bulb. No. <laughs> no, he's selling you a used car. <laughs> uh, and then the, the the weirdest part of this thing, if you want to keep going with this, there were people in the medical field who spoke out against face masks. It was very strange. Really? Now, yeah, let yeah. me hear this group. What do okay. they have to I'm say? I'm a registered nurse, 39, 30 years. Masks are unhealthy. Why? Because we are human. We breathe oxygen. I'm a health care provider here in Orange County, have been for 25 years. With every week, more information supports the illegitimacy of this crisis built around COVID. It has not been proven that community mask wearing prevents COVID. I'm a nurse. My, other, my husband's a physician at Hogue. Um, data does not support us wearing a mask and now you're going to expect our children to go to school wearing masks 
It's absolutely insane. Uh, thank you, Dr. Howard Cohn. I've been in practice here in uh, Costa Mesa for the last 30 years and trusting that today you will do the opportunity and take the opportunity to end this health emergency. It's, we, di- we don't have a health emergency. I question if we ever had one, but we don't have one now. Wow. So, like, I guess it worked. Dr. Cohn isn't, what's his name, Dr. Howard Cohn? I, I don't know forget. what he said his name, but I guess he's not uh, wearing a mask at uh, work. That's crazy. It's just crazy. Well, I won't be going to him. <laughs> anyway, he's the bullies won the round. my business. These bullies won the round. They lifted the requirements to wear masks in Orange County a few days after this. As of Sunday, another 304 cases of the coronavirus and four additional deaths oh, were no, reported. Oh, no, no, no. There isn't any coronavirus. Yeah. It's over. Have you heard? Not in Orange County. resort. They got their way. <laughs> Everyone got bullied. That's it. And now, guess what? A couple more deaths. Four additional deaths and 304 more cases. So, way to go, Orange County. And we'll see how, we'll listen, we'll see who's how it right. it works out for you. Is Jorel right? Or is the uh, Council on Krypton right? Krypton's not going to Did you see the video of a woman in Manhattan at some kind of a deli? And she wasn't wearing a mask. And one of the customers decided to say something to the people who worked in the store about isn't it mandatory to have a mask in here because they had a sign on the door and the woman heard her saying something to the employee and she turned around and said say it to my face and walked over and coughed in the woman's face wow anyway the u.s coronavirus death toll surpassed the u.s deaths in world war one this week so far nobody's dying howard oh it's a hoax. What a hoax. More than any other decade. Who would want this thing? No one. Who would be behind a hoax? Give me the theory on that. You're denying us the 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 fact that we our immune systems are supposed to do something. Yeah. Great. California, where Orange County is, saw 30, let's see, 3,660 new cases of coronavirus on June 13th, the second highest single day number they had since the pandemic started. So, you know, yeah, things are, are reversing and there are areas where the numbers are now going up again. Here's something interesting going on. Cameo, you know, Cameo, they're uh, now letting you pay to set up Zoom sessions with famous people. What? And uh, yeah. I know it's really weird, and like they who's the price doing up that? There. Who's who can you contact? Well, it says Jeremy Piven is charging fifteen thousand dollars if you want a ten minute Zoom session with him. Wow! I'm, I'm wondering first of all who has fifteen grand to talk to Jeremy Piven, and then what? But I'm going to say what is worth fifteen grand in ten minutes? And I don't know Jeremy Piven, but like, what could you possibly, what is so important? He's an actor, right? Uh, Right. What has he got to say? It's not like Warren Buffett or (laughs) Bill Gates. It's like, um, I don't know. I I guess it's like if you're a real fan of Entourage, you could like get a hold of him and go, hey. 15 grand? Yeah. I got 10 minutes. I got to know. What was that show Entourage like? How how was that? (laughs) I love you, Jeremy Piven, but really? If I give you 15 grand, you better make me come for that amount of money. (laughs) 15 grand, wow. 
Oh, and then it says here Piven took down his Zoom option. But so maybe he stopped. I don't know. Is oh, maybe yeah, he, he didn't had get it. any takers. What he happened? Had, he had it up. He had it up for days. I mean, we have a picture of it. But then yesterday we went to go link to it, and it was it was down. So yeah, maybe he uh, got know. some shit for it. Maybe he just got one and decided that was enough. Yeah, now he can retire. He got fifteen grand. He needed that one fifteen thousand hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might pay the fifteen grand so I could find out if Turtle was really a nice guy in real life. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, was Turtle a good dude? Or, or yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds like that Chris Farley bit when he interviewed Paul McCartney on Saturday Night Live, and he just uh-huh. goes, "Hey, hey, hey, you remember?" Uh, that movie, uh, help. Remember that? That was good. <laughs> hey, there's a bunch of other people on there. Yeah. Who else? Well, um, oh, Perez Hilton's there. Our buddy Perez. He, he charges. How what do you much? think he charges? What do you think he charges for 10 minutes to talk to Perez Hilton? Uh, $10. No. <laughs> Two hundred twenty-five. You could have well, a whole ten minutes not with them. That horrible, but ten minutes, two fifty. I don't think so. Sinbad. You could talk to Sinbad for ten minutes. Now Sinbad. Now there's something. There's somebody well, to talk to. Well, at least he I could do some stand-up. I would say he's going to ask you for two thousand dollars. Two hundred fifty. That's. A, I think that's a oh, very reasonable price. I I'm think you'd shocked learn a lot. that he's going for such a a small fee. Here's your boyfriend, Dr. Drew. Okay, oh, 10 minutes. Dr. Drew. Now, you want to talk to a doctor at a time like this. Well, you'd want to talk to him so you could yell at him about uh, your narcissism. <laughs> yeah, how much test. does it cost to yell at Drew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what would you uh, like what would you talk to Drew about? Well, okay, he's a doctor. How much? 500. $707. 707. What's 70. that all about? The extra seven. seven is like, he realizes he's on the phone with you now for like 10 minutes and he goes, well, give me another seven bucks. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm thinking of uh, contacting Perez on that thing and finding out what it was like to finger Benji when he stuck his you know, <laughs> fingers up his asshole. Is he going to cut you off after 10 minutes? <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, $750. You can talk to Gilbert. Okay. We've now, that Gilbert doesn't, is it talking to Gilbert or the character that he does on stage? I think it's, I know I've had trouble getting characters out of uh, Gilbert Gottfried, even like when he used <laughs> to do Groucho, I'd have to beg him to do it. So yeah. I would say uh, he, you're probably just going to get Gilbert. Oh, boy. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> the thoughtful Gilbert. Okay. But I'm going to tell you something. I love Gilbert, but I've talked to Gilbert off camera. It's not great. <laughs> I like talking to Gilbert when he's, you know, on. Yeah, the so, characters yeah. are fun. Maybe right. he'll do that Jewish singing for you. Right. <laughs> I remember being in the hospital with Gilbert Gottfried. He had uh, emergency surgery, and I went to visit him, and I got to talk to the real Gilbert, and it was uh, it was difficult. He was more depressed than Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. The star of Sharknado, Ian Ziering. Oh, how much? He can't be more than these other guys. He's got to be two fifty. Uh, oh, ooh, ooh. I said the <laughs> star of Sharknado. How many Sharknados <laughs> were there? Seven. A thousand dollars for ten minutes with Iron. Really? Zero. That's right. 
Lance Bass, $1,250. And Andrew Dice Clay, 1400 bucks. He had 10 minutes with Dice. Wow. Like, who actually goes to people and says, you know, uh, we can get you money if you'll spend 10 minutes with people right. on the phone? It's a living. I wonder if uh, it's going to make its way into the whack pack, like a Bobo or High Pitch Eric, where because these guys are making money. Uh, if you get, I'm minutes. sure High Pitch could get two fifty. Yep, easily. <laughs> Hi, uh, Robin, the nurse in Massachusetts. How are you? Hi. Good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Thank you so much. For, thank you so much for taking my call. I just want to let you know I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for about eight years. I, um, you know, I when I just heard the Orange County folks, I cried every day on my way to work. I'm on my way to work now, and I just am so furious that people are just so flippant about this pandemic. And every day I just listen to you in the morning. I get a few chuckles. You make me laugh, and I want to thank you for that. But this pandemic is nowhere over. And I just, you know, I, I just want to thank you for being a little bit of talking a little bit of sense on the radio. And I get furious with Trump. And I don't mean to bring you down, but I just wanted to say thank you. You just make me laugh every morning. And I'm about to walk into my office and deal with people who argue with me about wearing masks. And well, I Robin, just, you know, I just I just want to thank you for making well, me laugh every morning on my way to work. <laughs> Well, Robin, you know, uh, here's the reality. You're actually a healthcare worker who's in the midst of this thing. You hear these maniacs saying, don't wear a mask. You're actually watching people, I'm assuming, dying uh, or getting their lungs compromised, suffering. Uh, you're right in the thick of it, and you probably need. You probably are going to have PTSD just from what you're seeing and watching people die, if I have this correct. And um, that's why you're so furious. Am I correct? I'm just furious that we have a president who just is spreading lies about what this is really about, and people believe him, and and they just want to just be able to do what they want to do. I understand this is terrible for everybody, but honestly, what is the big deal about wearing a mask? Exactly. Well, you know, it's not so terrible wearing a mask. I wear it. It's annoying. Sure. Do I want to walk around outside with a mask? No. I mean, of course I don't want to wear a mask. Put the fucking mask on and, and sacrifice for your country if, they, if it's such a sacrifice. Then, then, you can, then you can act like a war hero. Well, there was a Thank comedian, you. I forget Thank which you. one, who said everybody's always saying they're such great patriots and they love this country. And they would do anything for this country. Well, right now the country needs you to wear a mask and they won't do it. So how can you trust these people? Well, there's a guy, Robert, stay on the phone one more second, because there's a guy on the phone who's crying because he has to wear a mask and he wants to talk to you. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get emotional, but, you know, those masks really hurt my face. (laughs) It's very hard to breathe when I'm running. And when I go to the pharmacist, I don't understand what she says. Right, right. (laughs) So sorry. Are you wearing the mask now while you're crying? (laughs) 
mask. No, he is not wearing his mask. I can tell. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get emotional like this, but you're bitching on my All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Robin, you've got important things to do. Thank you for your call. Yes, thank you. Thank you for your thank service. Thank you, Howard. Thank you. Thank so, you. I, really, I appreciate you both making me laugh every day. So thanks. Thank you. We'll try to get back to that and get off these crazy people. All right, Ralphie boy, what's up? Hey, now, two things. Well, first, you know, people in the OC, maybe this puts your mind at risk. People in the OC aren't known for being particularly bright, obviously. They're just rich, white, and entitled. You know what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. want to be told. Yeah, what but to that's do. a stereotype that if you've got money, you're smart. Yeah, I started exactly. that stereotype, by the way. <laughs> um, this has been on my mind for like 45 minutes now. I can't shake the thought. What the fuck could Sal and Ronnie possibly be talking about three times a day and and well, and Sal being Ronnie's hero? I mean, he probably doesn't want to say exactly, but just a hint. Like I could, um, I, could I, I know what's going on. Actually, Sal's been great because Ronnie has a sick relative. I, I think I'm not speaking out of school. Ronnie, stop me if I'm speaking out of school. Ronnie had a sick relative, uh, Ralph. Uh, not Ralph, um, um, Sal, Sal has a friend who is a medical person who is helping out. And um, and Ronnie is very grateful that Sal provided this connection to his friend. And so Yeah, you have really to understand that uh, you know, at certain points you couldn't have visitors in the hospital and so forth. Right. And this was uh, oh, okay. a great help. So Sal's been like okay. really great. You know, I know so it's kind weird. of hooked him up with a doc, like a doctor kind of thing. Right, yeah, and it's just, you know, it's weird to hear that Sal's anybody's hero. That's what's so funny. All the conversations after that, though, I don't understand. I'm with you, Ralph. How could you talk to Sal every day, two or three times a day? Now, by the way, (laughs) maybe... I like them both. By the way, maybe I'm making that story up, and the real story is that, you know, Sal floats above his bed, and at night, when Ronnie's sleeping, Sal floats into the room to keep him safe. (laughs) You know, you guys make me feel so special. Thanks so much. (laughs) No, Sal, you're very special. You are. Jesus Christ! I'm oh helping my God. out the guy, and you, Sal. I called Ronnie. I called Ronnie the other night. I thought the two of right. you were blowing each other. I mean, like Ronnie's like Sal. Yeah, I my... never heard such glowing comments. I got the same deal. Like, <laughs> you, you walk was... on water, my friend. Oh my God! I was like so fucking nauseous from hearing about Sal. <laughs> you know, and I go, and I'm just like, oh poor Ronnie. He's down to depending on Sal, but uh, you know, nobody whatever. wants to hear that. Yeah, Ronnie, you want to say anything to your hero, Sal? He's here now. No, I I really appreciate everything he's done for me. Believe me, it's been uh, the past couple of months. He's been the biggest help ever. And uh, but and beyond his, beyond and, him just hooking you up with somebody, how has he been helpful? Like like you know, he gave you advice or something. Is it, is no, it really no, something? No, the, his friend is in the medical field. He's a he's a big deal doctor, and he's right. been helping me with my situation with the right but once you get the doctor sal's out of the equation no No, he's not because i don't want to bother the doctor like i'm not going to call the guy 40 times a day to ask him things and so, the so doctor, sal calls him 40 no no i bother no, the doctor right no, the doctor keeps in touch with him texts him what's going on and sal relays it to me and oh, uh, I, you're getting secondhand information, medical dude, information. No, for dude, I don't know if you can trust Ralph, that if you're just not used to helping people out, yeah, Ralph, exactly. because you're a selfish you know prick. What, you know what's so fascinating? You know, you've heard of the old game telephone, you know, like imagine <laughs> yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie's got a, Ronnie's got a real life and death situation and your link to real medical information is Sal and Sal <laughs> listens to the doctor. And then that phone call must be, OK, Sal. 
my lifeline, my hero. What did the doctor have to say? And, you know, Sal can't pronounce even a normal word. <laughs> right. Like, 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 and now you've got to listen to Sal explain prevalent. to you. And, and you're hanging prevalent. on every word. Yeah, and the guy's like, he said prevalent. 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 He gave him a, a, a pregnant. A pre, what's that medicine? Pregnant. Uh, pregnancy. I can't say it, Ronnie. I don't know. Adderall. Adderall. Oh my God! It's just, and, and you know, you realize Ronnie probably has gotten completely wrong medical right, information yeah. from Sam. No, right. he has not. No, you know? absolutely not. No. Oh please. He he he. Capulary. The doctor said your 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 what is your 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 relative has to. Immigrate, immigrate. <laughs> Ronnie goes, what do you mean immigrate? Like to another country? Yeah. Mitigate. Yeah, mitigate. mitigate. No, he said mitigate. Mitigate. <laughs> mitigate. What, that? what did the doctor say that means? Uh, I'll go call him again. Uh, I'll get, uh, okay. Yeah, that's, now you know why all the phone calls. He's got to re-find uh, yeah. out what he's supposed to say. What did you mean by irrigate, immigrate? You, what? The doctor said put a, a Band-Aid on your asshole. What? <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, your lifeline is the guy who beat off to his aunt shitting. You know, he oh, the stop it. <laughs> and I am like, oh, oh fuck. What? Oh, my God. I got to go call uh, this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was kind of beaten off when Ronnie called me. He yeah. said something about IV, IV propin, propin. And, and he said, he either said, take it or don't take it. I don't remember. I, I got confused, but it's something like that. Ivy, ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> Sal. You know, Sal had the lowest IQ of all the staffers who were tested. And, and yeah, and so the doctor is giving Sal IQ. the information. Right. And then We're it still goes to Sal's filter. And then goes to Ronnie. And, you know, well, I'm imagining like Ronnie's sitting by the phone and goes, oh, shit, I'm so worried. I, I'm going to call. I don't want to even bother Sal, but I got to get the medical information now. And then like, like, so Ronnie dials the phone and he's like, oh, fuck here. You know, I feel so bad, but Sal's my lifeline. I got to call him. And he calls the phone. And meanwhile, on the other end of the phone, Sal is in a room. He's nude. He's watching piss porn. He's watching. He's watching men. <laughs> Men piss on women's faces and drinking it. How did you know jerking this, off. Yeah, he's jerking off, and then all of a sudden it's like ring, ring, ring. The phone rings, and it's like it's like hello. Even worse than that, Howard. Sal is in a wig pretending to be a woman. A lesbian. <laughs> a lesbian chat room. A lesbian. <laughs> it was Ronnie a great goes, idea. It worked. Sal. It worked. Ronnie goes, Sal. I'm so sorry to disturb you. And, and Sal goes, you know, Ronnie, I was in the middle of something very important. <laughs> Sal, can you give me five minutes? Ronnie, would you mind if I called you back in 15 minutes? But I'm still worried about my relative. Yeah, yeah, but you, you don't understand what I'm, I'm I, I've got a matter here. Did Sal hangs up the phone. His rock-hard dick is now soft. The fucking girl he had lured into the chat room as a woman was, uh, you know, who thought he was a lesbian is gone. My name was cursing. my name was Josephine back yeah, well, then. Yeah. There was actually a couple of times that that did happen when I did call him. He said, "Listen, I got to get back to you. I can't, uh, 
I can't talk right now. Off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like milking you like a heroin addict. Like, you know what, Ronnie? I can't. I'll got the information, but I can't give it to you. You're waiting for this moron who's your only lifeline to the doctor. You know, by the way, and the, doc, and the, and the doctor is Dr. Piss, who's, uh, you know, the guy. <laughs> And then Ronnie waits his 15 minutes. And at this point, he's dialing the phone. He's like, God, I don't want to bother Sal, but I've got to find out about my loved one. I got to find out if my loved one is OK. He's the only connection I have to this doctor. And he's dialing the phone. And at this point, Sal's like vaping and coming into his own pouch. <laughs> you know, he's got that foreskin there. He doesn't want to make a mess. And he's and then and, and there it is. And then Ronnie's on the phone. Ron, Sal, can you please, can you please give me information? And then Sal interprets the medical information that Ronnie's been so desperate for for the last couple of hours. And there he is, my hero, Sal. I'd rather fucking jump out a window. Imagine your life is that. Sal, yeah. Beth, I've got to go call Sal. Oh, I can just... <laughs> Sal's my only link to the medical profession. Oh, Beth's God. having a problem. i got to call Sal. <laughs> Sal. Oh, and Sal now all of a sudden is like the Godfather. Remember in that scene when the guy goes to the Godfather? It's the opening scene of the Godfather. Yeah. The guy is an undertaker. His daughter yes. has been raped and, and violated. And he says, Godfather. But he, he, he didn't even say Godfather. He says, Don Corleone, please, would you uh, go avenge my daughter? She's been. He goes, wow, wow, wow. Buona sera, buona sera. You, you come in here. You ask me for revenge. You ask me for justice. You don't even think to call me Godfather. You don't even say Don Corleone. You don't say anything. You came to this country. You came here. You got into trouble. You turned to the police because you want to believe in the laws and the criminal justice system. That's fine. But now you come to me. And you ask me for vengeance. You ask me to avenge the, your daughter. That's not vengeance. That's not uh, revenge. He says, you asked me to kill a man? That's not your, revenge. Yeah, right. Your, your daughter's daughter. still alive. Your daughter's still alive. <laughs> Sal is your god. Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I pray to God, Ronnie, your sick relative is not hinging his health on Sal. Sal's information. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> Ronnie's going to call Sal later today. He's going to be dialing the phone. Oh, my God. I've called Sal a million times. He, I'm probably bothering him. Oh, God. The phone's ringing. Sal's probably in the middle of something important after all. And meanwhile, and he, you, you cut to Sal's there. Sal's fucking a shampoo bottle while his <laughs> wife is out mowing the lawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got to get the shampoo bottle up his ass. He's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then he's, he's like, his dick Christine. Stuck in there. He's trying to get it out. Christine, mow the lawn. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, and the phone is ringing. Uh, and then Sal's like, oh, fuck, it's probably Ronnie. I'll keep him waiting a that little longer. fucking Ronnie again. I can't even yeah. get off because Ronnie's always calling me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, time no call, better, was, what, no. I have my tissues right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Sal's no better doing, when Sal's calling. Sal's in the middle of no important point. work. He's like seeing yes. how many M and M's he can shove in his foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then, and then, and then Ronnie's on the phone and he's got to butter up Sal. Sal, you're my rock. You're my hero. You you know this doctor. You get to call him. 
Oh, my God. I'll bet you half the time when Sal gives uh, Ronnie what interprets what the, the doctor has said, Sal hasn't uh-huh. even spoken to the doctor. He's making shit up. <laughs> I tell you, I don't trust myself, so I copy and paste the doctor's text. I see. So, oh, 